0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the eve of League Cup final weekend. Callum McGregor is looking to right the wrongs of losing the last time the sides met at Hamden. James Tavernier is hoping Rangers can peak at the right time on Sunday. And elsewhere, Stephen Robinson says a top six finish with St Mirren would be his greatest managerial achievement. Time Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight, two men for the big occasion, Kenny Miller and Hugh Evans. What a sensational 48 hours we have in pro- Before we even get to that cup final between Rangers and Celtic We have Ross County against Dundee United Dundee United bottom of the table Kilmarnock versus Motherwell New boss Stuart Kettlewell Six points out of six so far And then the talking has to stop And the football has to begin I have enjoyed Super Scoreboard all week long We'll do this No you won't We'll do that And we'll get some more of it tonight But come three o'clock on Sunday An epic in prospect The talking's almost the best bit Kenny Miller But it's nearly time to wrap it all And actually get a League Cup final underway And how can we follow that up (laughs) for Hugh As always Right in strikes the right note It's uh, you know I'm thoroughly looking forward to it But Hugh's right I'm really looking forward to a couple of those games tomorrow The bottom four Facing off against each other Stuart Kettlewell in his first first game as the manager He's had two brilliant results to actually get get the job uh, But it's a big big uh, day tomorrow for those teams at the bottom of the league I won't do it It's too early to declare it the business end of the season But this weekend we will give out our first piece of major silverware And there might be serious blows struck in the relegation battle as well So if it's not the business end It's certainly getting serious out there in Scottish football So come on down 01419511025 Or tweet us at Clyde SSB A blockbuster weekend ahead And we want to hear from you Let's join in the build up all together And look forward to it Don't forget like we've done Every night uh, this week Every caller who makes it on air tonight Will be entered into the hat For a pair of tickets to the Virgin Bet Race Day At Air Racecourse on Saturday the 11th of March But since it's Friday We've upped the ante a little bit tonight It's a pair of Legends Lounge tickets A bit of hospitality there as well Private bar, welcome drink Tipster talk and private seating All the rest of it uh, John and Carntine won tickets last night uh, And tonight we're giving the, the best tickets away So there we are Every caller who makes it on air tonight Into the hat for those tickets You had me at private bar Yeah, I, th- I thought I th- I thought so you peer over the top of your glasses at that point Anyway, 01419511025 Please give us a call Let's talk football We've done it all week So surely by now we're ramping up It's Friday night It's one of your last chances to have your say on Sunday How's it going to go? Who's confident? Who's not? Who's got the best team? Who's got the best squad? Who should play? Who shouldn't play? Who did what the last time? And where's this one going to be won and lost? All the usual fun of the fair here in Glasgow in the West two days before a cup final between Rangers and Celtic. Come on down. You've seen many of these, Hugh Keevans. Did they still excite you? I saw my first Old Firm game before Gordon DL was born. Oh, wow. There you are. <laughs> 19... Uh, I was 10 years old That makes it 63 years ago Ibrox Rangers 3 Celtic 0 Appeared in time When Celtic hadn't won a trophy for years And Rangers were dominant And now I come right up To the present day And the first thing I'd like to say Gordon I'd like to pay tribute To both teams Because they are First class 
They are first class individuals Collectively On their day They are Easy on the eye Terrific final In prospect Give them a bit of credit Is it weeks like this Kenny You wish you still had the boots on? Absolutely No I couldn't agree more with you as well I think it's uh, Well firstly Absolutely I'd love to be lacing them up on Sunday It'd be a huge occasion Old Firm Cup final Actually never won In an Old Firm Cup Never played too many I think we had one One or two Lost both uh, But yeah But it's uh, Both teams Evenly matched in incredible form that there's no getting away for that. Both teams are in incredible form. Uh, long unbeaten runs, both of them. So it's a, I mean, it's a real, a real show could be in prospect for us. What on you're Sunday. telling us is you're, you're a jinx. Is that what you're telling us? No, no, this it's only here. We lost one an extra time. It was I think it might only it might have only been one one uh, one cup final. But it was uh, extra time loss. So what do they call that a jinx? You? But it was it was a disappointing day. So I'll tell you about that. Come on, but then. It was, uh, it was uh, no. I'm really looking forward to the game on Sunday. Two teams evenly matched. If anything, I think the bookies have got Celtic as a as slight favourites. Probably mm. agree because I think of how the how they play and, and the heights that they can reach uh, when they're on top form. Rangers, even under Michael, have still not quite found that level of consistency or hit those heights as yet. What a time to start would be on Sunday. Come on, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the number you need. It is getting ever closer. One of your final chances uh, to have your say. So come on, who's confident? Who's not? Are the nerves kicking in? How do you see the game panning out? We've got big decisions to make on team lineups. I always like that in the lead up to a game where you, you as far as we're concerned, you're the manager tonight. You can phone in and let us know who should play and who shouldn't and all the rest of it. So 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Uh, and let's kick things off with Martin. Who's a Rangers fan in Stewarton How are you Martin, are you well? Yeah I'm doing fine, thanks very much for taking my call Gordon Pleasure, are you the type that gets nervous a couple of days before these games Or is it excitement, is it a bit of both? Uh, as, a, as a Rangers fan and, a, and probably as a Celtic fan as well uh, You do, the start of the week comes you're, you're getting ready for the weekend And you're. it's nervous, it's excitement It's what can happen, what might happen, what might not happen It's it's everything your stomach's about to go You know, as a, as a fan Hugh, I must admit I get to just sort of enjoy the Or, or hope for a spectacle if you like And appreciate what it means to To the, the, the football in this country To this show and so on But I'm always intrigued to see What that emotional roller coaster would be like There must be people out there Who in the space of a week Are convinced that they're going to win Comprehensively yeah. And then a couple of days later They're dreading a heavy defeat And then these maybe level out um, and, and then start looping round again you know who will have won the game on Sunday by the truancy from school and by the absenteeism <laughs> from work on Monday, you'll be able to work out from that. It's sensational. These are the two best teams in the country by far. Uh, the, the match, I, you know, you always have to take away the idea you first thought of when these two play. However, the first idea I am thinking about is that there can be plenty of goals. How could there not be with Jota, Kyogo, Maeda? Don't you dare. See if this is nil-nil. No. Extra. On, why? No it's five past six. Just keep your rotten predictions until closer to the uh, time. I'm not predicting. I'm simply observing. You're guaranteeing that there's going to be goals. Five. Oh, stop it, right. I'm turning <laughs> his mic off. Um, Martin, you are a Rangers fan, as you said. What are you, what are you thinking then about the weekend? How confident are you? Uh, again, it goes back to the nerves thing. I think the nerves make you feel unconfident. You know, at the same time as being confident, then you start to think, you know, we've got a good team. We're 
we're playing well under McBeal. I think, you know, uh, I think we're transformed as a team. I think the players have transformed. I think they look much better uh, as a unit. Uh, as well in the defence is I think the defence is something I've actually got to be proud of over the last few weeks I think uh, Davis and Goldson look a right good pairing at the time but I was saying to the producer there I think what we've got to take this game is on sun, Sunday it's a, it's a Glasgow Cup final it's a Cup final anything can happen people can be confident uh, about it but you know the other team can you know we were we were 2-1 up against Celtic until last minutes in the league game last and then they got an equaliser you know the previous cup final has it's been dramatic. It's not been, I don't think there's been any cup finals. I can't remember the last cup final where Celtic and Rangers played and one team went, rolled over to stop another team. So it's just, I think we're going to take it as what it is. It's a cup final. Enjoy the cup final. Your team, hopefully your team does well. Hopefully the other team doesn't do well for me personally, to be fair. But uh, hope. Well, and I hope, it's, I hope everybody enjoys the cup final. I hope there's goals. Yeah, recent history is an interesting one, Hugh, because... Celtic feel buoyed by some really heavy ones that they've dished out in the last yep. what, season and a bit. Um, Rangers had their season prior to that where they were they were winning all the time. And and Martin makes a fair point about you know cup matches or matches at Hamden because last season it was in the midst of Rangers were apparently you know they were dead in their feet they were knackered and, and yeah. Celtic were supposed to roll over them at Hamden and it didn't happen. You go back to the last League Cup final, Celtic won it, but Rangers. Performed the better of, of the sides on the day and, and maybe that's what Martin means In the sense that You know Anything can happen Sort of thing I am trying to confine myself To that period in time Where Michael Beale has been In the blue corner And Ange Postacoglu Has been in the green corner In that time There has been A transformative effect Created by Michael Beale Because Among many things That Fashion Sakala said The other day he pointed out that Rangers were fairly easy to beat under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. That is clearly now not the case under Michael Beale. They are a different proposition for Celtic. And the game at Ibrox highlighted that, but for some sloppy defending towards the end and Kyogo sh- uh, showing his usual predatory instincts inside the box. So that's why people are rightly saying this is a 50-50 call on Sunday. You said, Kenny, you would you know you would acknowledge Celtic are slight favourites. Is that is that a nod to the way that they've won those games? You know, as Hugh says, the points total is the same. Is that is that what you mean by that? I, th- I think it's even even over the course of the season. Yeah, and, they, and so they're being run stretches yeah, longer, th- and 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 the fact that they're what's that now sixteen months? Well, twenty months into their Ange reign, they're, they're further down their journey with Ange. They're probably more familiar as a team in how they want to play under Ange. Michael's been in four four months and I think what Hugh says is bang on that where they're at now and how much they've improved as a team individually they're, they're in a far better place and that shows with the results because they've not been playing scintillating stuff but you, what they've been doing they've been getting the job done and I'm sure they would take a similar a similar mm. result if the performance isn't great but they get the job done on Sunday Anything else on your mind ahead of Sunday Martin? No, I mean, I think it's, as I say, I always say, it's, it's a cup final. Remember it to be a cup final. We need, it's, it shows the Scot- it shows Scottish football we have created a good cup final with goals. It will just show how good Scottish football actually is uh, as well. So, uh, no, I mean, I think uh, my nerves take over a lot of things. You know, uh, I don't I don't think about how many goals is going to be scored or if we're going to win. I just think 
wait to come to the day, wait to see how the play starts and wait to see the Rangers team as well. I think the Rangers team will give it away. I think, you know, we're missing a couple of players at the whole time. I think uh, if Kilman doesn't play on Saturday, I think Sunday will be a, a bit of a loss because he's been, he's been involved in goals. Uh, more likely any all the games he's played this season has been scoring or assisting a goal. So, a big loss if he's not playing. But I'm looking forward to seeing the young boy Raskin playing. I think he looks a very tidy player in the middle of the park. The scheduling of this week has done us a disservice, Kenny, because I think we heard from Michael Beale on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, that's it. That's us done. So the update then was that it looked maybe try to pick the word carefully unlikely. I think that the likes of Tillman would would make it, or that you know there was still some sort of issue there, and he alluded to it might be close to the team that played uh, away to Livingston at the weekend. We've just not had an update. That, like I say, that that's the way it is. If that was to be the case, how, how big a blow? Would that be If Tillman wasn't available I, I mean I suppose you're adding Lundstrom and Jack, Jack To the equation as well but I mean these are Particularly Lundstrom and Jack Obviously the real experience In the fixture Over the last Last few seasons uh, I mean again Two of the three players That were pivotal uh, Rangers making the Europa League final last year Jack and Lundstrom So they would be a big loss Tillman Again he's one of these players One of the number of players Since Michaels came in He seems to have taken his game up he seems to be enjoying football again. Martin's right. He's been scoring. He's been assisting. He's uh, he's looked a, a proper footballer. Probably like what we've seen maybe in his first few games where you're thinking, oh, this guy could light up the league. This guy could be potentially player of the year candidate come the end of the season. But then he lost his way a wee bit. But now he's right back on his game. Real. He's got an end product. He's got goals. He's got assists. I mean, he's, he's a big old size of a lad as well. So he's uh, it would be a big loss. I think, I think he'll be fit. When managers... Yep. Managers have a press conference on a Tuesday, Kenny. It's mad this year, they, really. They, they, they don't mislead, but they're miserly with mm. the facts of the matter. It gives them I a agree. chance to do that, though, doesn't yeah. it, when it's that far away from exactly. the Exactly, I agree with Kenny. Mm-hmm. Tillman will start. Yeah. Generally speaking, I get that, but we've also spent the last however many weeks talking about how Michael Beale's just extremely open, You know, sometimes even too open for some people. So yeah. is it really his style to say that if he didn't mean it? I think in a cup final All is fair in love mm. and war And if you can just keep Ange Postacoglu guessing That's what you do To but be I fair don't... though yeah, but It does seem like a, a, a genuine concern Kenny If you're talking about A hamstring that Because remember Up until the Friday Prior to the Thursday or Friday Prior to the Livingston game There was no issue All of a sudden He misses the Livingston game It's some sort of hamstring that's only a week later Is there is there a, a little bit Of the Kyogo conversation That we had last week as well Maybe Maybe there was no big issue, but they're thinking, you know what, Astro surface, yeah. Livingston, we've got. A, but by the way, in that area of the, of the pitch, they've got a, a raft of options in there uh, to to go and play these three centre midfield positions. So do we just wrap them up in cotton wool and get them ready for the big cup final the following week? There mm-hmm. might be a bit of that in it. Um, if he doesn't make it, then what does that look like? Is that so? Does Todd Cantwell not play if Tillman? It's fit, so. and then vice versa. I, I think I think that would be the case. I, I would put the, they are different players, obviously, but I would say they play a similar role in the Rangers team. And in this game, I think it will be. Uh, I can't see seeing both of them in mm. the team against Celtic Just, on Sunday. I mean, we'll, look, we'll do this throughout the show. We can people can get their suggestions in, but to give us a a, a sneak preview of your thought, was Raskin nailed on to play? I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. Sakala. I think you'll yeah, yeah. definitely play. And there's no surprises really. Kent Morelos, I think everyone would acknowledge you that. Know, I, I think the only same. areas for, in Rangers team that would be up would be the midfield. I think the back five and the front three pick yourself. 
Mm, okay, thank you very much to Martin 01419511025. What about you, Celtic fans? What's on your mind then from your side of things? Good time to call. We'll get you on next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here. They even spent the entire break talking about the game on Sunday. Huh. It's taken over them, so why not join in 01419511025? And let us know how you are feeling Let's hear from a man who will be hoping uh, To get his hands on some silverware uh, And that is Celtic captain Callum McGregor He's been looking back to uh, losing in this uh, similar fixture When the sides met at Hamden in the Scottish Cup last season And obviously hoping for a different outcome When you lose a big game like that Then it hurts you and it, and it stays with you You know it's important that when you get the chance To try and rectify that Then of course you give absolutely everything to to put that right probably most importantly to put it right for the supporters as well and it's obviously important in terms of the context of the season as well if we if we can go on and be successful then it, of course it gives us a bounce to continue the rest of the season um, and try and be as successful as we can and I think that's the most important thing I quite like that Hugh because it's so easy for players to sit in the seat Callum McGregor was in and say oh we're not thinking about that at all and oh. you know that was just a, that was a you know that, that's gone and it's all in the past and we're just one game at a time what's wrong with just a little bit of honesty from your captain saying you know that, that did hurt and then we hope yeah. that it's not like that and this it, week it should have hurt because Celtic were outplayed outfought and were not as fit as Rangers who were coming off the back of a European tie which had gone to extra time and they went to extra time at Hamden against Celtic and they survived and they won so it should hurt it was a bad day at the office for Celtic and uh, Callum McGregor who hasn't had many of those uh, obviously wants to rectify what happened there on Sunday and that's the way it should be Let's bring in Frank who's a Celtic fan how are you feeling Frank? Um, excited probably like every fan get into this game on Sunday all week the the build up's been coming it's now Friday um, the nerves begin to come in and you start thinking ahead to to what could be um, the, the two things I wanted to talk to you guys about I should say good evening you Kenny Gordon as well um, the, the two things were first of all the start in 11 um, it's the sort of thing that fans do in the build up to the uh, the sort of game I know there was callers on Monday night doing it but I just wanted to put, throw a team out. I don't think it'll be far away from this, and I think most Celtic fans would probably agree. agree. Joe Hart, um, Johnston, Taylor, Starfelt, Vickers, midfield three, Hitati, McGregor, um, probably on form, I'd go for Moy if he's fit. Um, and then the, I think the front three pick the, um, themselves on form, Mayeda, Jota and Kyogo. I know there's been a lot of chat Celtic, forums and stuff, would you play a badder given his experience and goals against um, Barisic, but you can't deny Maeda since the World Cup's been sensational, and that would be my starting 11, I think the other thing Celtic have got is a bench that's, that's very powerful loads of game changers on that bench and I said to the producer you need to give credit where it's due Bale has improved Rangers massively since we last um, faced them I think he was about three games in when we drew Ibrox, but they're a far tougher team under Michael Beale than what they were under Van Bronckhorst. And yes, it'll be a closer game, but I just think Celtic are on form. Kenny said that we're 20 months into the Angera. I think we've got one defeat in about 70 games. Um, we're playing in form. I keep hearing people misquoting the stats all week, saying 
Rangers have got an identical record to Celtic since Michael Beale came in. That's not true. Unless I'm mistaken, they drew two each or one each with Aberdeen after 90 minutes in a cup semi-final. Um, but yes, it went on to one in extra time. But anyway, that's a minor bit. But I look then, forward to taking <laughs> it away from Celtic, Frank, if it takes extra time to do it on Sunday. Will we, will we, not, will we not count that as a victory? Um, I guess it's a victory, but this, the stats are football matches last 90 minutes. So, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Everybody yeah, says if, you, if, if, you're a, if you're a gambling man, you're right. You need to, you're betting on the outcome of the, the 90 far, minutes. In the van now, it's sometimes over 100 minutes. Please gamble responsibly. <laughs> I think we're maybe in danger of spit, splitting here. I do. Yeah. I do know where Frank's coming from. Frank's um, nitpicking uh, in order to gain an advantage going into the match. The fact of the matter is that you have to give credit to both sides. That you cannot say categorically one side or the other will win this match. You 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 have nothing to go on there, uh, and Ange Postecoglou will take that approach with regard to team selection. There is only one contentious area And that's Moy or O'Reilly uh, My suspicion is it'll be Moy um, Ange Postacoglu I'm assuming that Moy's fit uh, But if he is mm-hmm. I think Ange Postacoglu really likes him And what he's done for Celtic And I think Moy would get in ahead of O'Reilly If he's fit mm, Frank, I don't know how that makes you feel Hugh Keevans and you are on the same wavelength I might even add Kenny Miller to that yeah. I'm, I'm No matter O'Reilly oh, oh, I would play O'Reilly I would play him because I'm a big right, player. But you is. think but I think more Celtic play, will play yeah. more. Okay. Um, I mean, you said the rest picks itself, or words to that effect, yeah. and then so did Frank. But then he acknowledged that that uh, uh, if you if you're born a Barisic, I'd, I'd rather play Jota on the right than play a Bada. I you'd would. rather avoid a Bada. Does yeah. he give Does he give you bad memories if you're born a Barisic? I, I, I just think he's caused Rangers a lot of problems. He's great movement. He's pacey. He's direct. I think Jota's better on the other side as well To be mm. honest with you So uh, Listen they're, they're in good form It's really good headaches To have and good problems to have Because I think Whether it's Moy or O'Reilly Moy's in really good form I, I really like O'Reilly And I think Abada And Jota on the left With Kyogo through the middle That's dangerous But Maeda has done Just a curiosity Frank Right And I'm only basing this It's, it's Ange Postacoglu's fault That I'm asking the question no one Not one single Caller Fan Or pundit In the lead up to the last game Predicted that James Forrest would play Now granted I know that there was maybe Some sort of illness um, But the rest were kind of there And f- they certainly came on Is there any way that Ange Postacoglu throws a It wouldn't even be a big curveball But you know Something out, out of left field I don't know Haksabanovic Or something like that um, In my honest opinion No um, I think that that was a mistake. Um, I'm sure the fans looks back. It was a mistake on the day. Um, I think if you look at the team consistency of selection recently, it has been very close to that starting eleven. That said, that that starting eleven is the eleven on form. I, I agree with Hugh and Kenny, or particularly Hugh over the O'Reilly Moy. But Moy has been sensational since the World Cup. No doubt about it. Maeda has been sensational since the World Cup. And that's why they two probably will start. Over players at six, nine months ago, you'd have said was a shoe in, as in a badder and a rally. But the, the last bit I just want to leave you on, I get that it's going to be a tight game. I do. Let me ask you this question, and it might just start a debate for the next 90 minutes. Oh, good. How, how many of the Rangers starting 11 would get into that Celtic starting 11? And I'm going to be an honest, you guys know me over the years. I think there's one Rangers player we get into that Celtic team, and that is it. And that might just 
blow this whole show for the next 90 minutes. I, I don't think anybody else other than one potential player will get that Celtic start. Which one? I think Tavernier over Johnston, based on his form, his assists, his goal-scoring record, etc., I don't think there's another player that would get into that Celtic team. Do you know the thing is, Frank, you think you've started a debate in one sense. All I can see now is Celtic fans phoning going, Tavernier wouldn't get in our starting eleven. <laughs> it's not the debate you think you've started, Frank. And look, these things are all great fun. Frank yeah. says it will last us the next 90 minutes. That could last us the last nine days. Yeah, easy. I always see these written down and good, fill your boots. But it's... I mean, given that it is a squad game and given that Ange Postacoglu Always uses that to his advantage He plays it very well uh, You go back to the, the St Mirren tie But he, he brings on three players And they score four goals um, I think there are players Who would get into the Celtic squad That Ange Postacoglu would For example Ryan Kent Would be mm. I mean, Frank's point is would he, he wouldn't play in front of Jota Or he wouldn't play in front of Maida I think Not to pour cold water on it Because it is always a fun debate Fun If you can call it that That people like to have But It is always very Always very dependent On who's in form At that time Isn't it Because Are we talking about On your on their day Or are you talking about Right now Based on this season Maybe there aren't many Rangers players that would start If you if you combine them This weekend But what, what you, Are you talking about You know Then Was it I can think of another was two it, Was it last season? I can season, think of another two straight la- away la- At the start of last season yeah. We'd be having a different discussion I don't know What do you think? No I, I agree I think Celtic are a very very good team They're very cohesive They've got There's there's two places up for grabs That is it Is it Moyer O'Reilly Or is it Abad or, or, or Maeda? That is it And they're really really good options to have And they're playing very very well Rangers are playing very very well I think McGregor would get in the team I do Alan McGregor is, would get in the team and I also think Goldson would partner Carter Vickers at the moment I think it's hard to shift any of that midfield three the front threes you know on mm. the day they can cause anybody problems yeah. you know but I can understand why why Frank wants his front three and he would, he would take them ahead of him I can understand that so if you listen out of that window Hugh I can hear half the city saying I can't believe Kenny Miller's got three Rangers players in a yeah. combined 11 and in the other you can hear him saying I can't believe it's only three so there we are that's yeah. the, that's well, the, Kenny, the Kenny environment Miller, we're in Kenny has highlighted that my two concerns for Celtic on uh, Sunday uh, I'm not sure about Joe Hart and I'm not sure about Carol Starfelt uh, and I go back to the last game at Ibrox going along quite nicely until Joe Hart got the ball at his feet at which point Everyone puts their hands over their eyes And uh, Starfelt Rush of blood to give away an unnecessary penalty So Kenny's right McGregor remains a great goalkeeper at the age He's of He's been five. getting a lot of stick off Rangers fans On this show though this season yeah, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah but that's because At his age and the Level of experience There are now little flaws creeping in That weren't there before But he's still a very good goalkeeper Suppose it depends what area Because if you're right If we do get some Celtic fans A bit nervous about Joe Hart With the ball at his feet But yeah. no one ever really criticises His shot stopping Whereas the Rangers fans have been phoning Saying that McGregor's Shot stopping is on is on its way but, down But, but that uh, I mean, Again last week He got into all sorts of fangles um, You have to Factor that in that, that when the ball does get to his feet, you better be careful. Uh, I'm not taking away from his ability as a short stopper, uh, but he can be careless. 01419511025. Frank is in the hat for those tickets to the Virgin Bet race day at Air Racecourse, Saturday the 11th. Don't forget, we've saved the biggest prize of the week. 
uh, for tonight It's Legends Lounge tickets So a bit of hospitality for you as well All you need to do Pick up the phone Make a point to the panel And we'll make a draw before the end uh, of the show What about a bit more then from Callum McGregor He has been over this course many times He knows what this cup can do Not only for silverware on the day But for the remainder of the season You know it's a big game Showpiece occasion You know everybody's looking forward to it So I needless to say Prepared really well over the week And you know come Sunday we'll be ready to go To play Rangers in the final is, Adds that sort of special sort of feeling to it Of course it'll be a good spectacle For, for the fans and, and everybody in Scottish football But I think for us as the players We have to approach it the same way As how we prepare for the game And when we turn up The players know exactly what they have to give to the game To, to be successful How important will he be Kenny? You know lots of Discussion there about you know Abada, Maeda, and Jota and, and Moy and, and O'Reilly, all these kind of new players that have came and, and been a real boost in terms of the recruitment. But the guy that's been over the course and distance, you might argue he's the most important of the lot. I would, I would definitely argue he's the most important of the lot, and I've said that numerous times. The, the Kyogos come in, the Abadas, the Maedas, the Jotas, the Hatatis, and they light up. He's just there. He's, he's, he's not underrated because he's, he's, he's highly rated yeah. by everybody who, who knows him and has watched him over the years but he doesn't really maybe get the credit he deserves for the role that he plays he's the heartbeat of the team there's no getting away from that he drives them he's, how, he, how he plays he connects everything together uh, he's adapted a different role now the, I mean, he, was, he was normally playing a little bit higher up uh, he's got goals in him he's, He can create But he's he's a wonderful Wonderful football player And he's taken on the role As the captain of the club uh, With aplomb You know he's Excellent Excellent football Look who he replaced He replaced a man Who was an, an icon And will remain an icon For the Celtic fans Scott Brown And uh, he Has been magnificent In that role He uh, might be one of those guys It will have to be At the end of his career That people will reflect And think What a job he did yeah, well, well, interesting to see which captain gets their hands in the silverware We've heard from both Let's bring in Paul, who's a Celtic fan How are you, Paul? I think excitement was the, the word the last caller used what, what would yours be? Hey, how you going? Hi, Kenny, how you? Uh, excitement? I don't know, I'm too old to get excited now uh, <laughs> um, That's a shame, Paul Surely everybody can still get a bit of excitement in their life uh, You know, I don't it's not actually sometimes that stuff isn't actually that enjoyable <laughs> uh, until after it to be honest it's just if you, it's in, ingrained in you uh, m- m- I'm looking forward to it obviously I'm looking forward to it and I think uh, I think if the two teams play their potential I think Celtic have got a stronger squad across the board uh, but what I hope doesn't happen is that it comes down to some VAR decision and I hope they don't make a mess of it uh, I mean, VAR's been some some shockers, you know. I'm not against VAR, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm not happy like a lot of people are with the way it's getting used and now and the length of time they're taking. But I think it'd be easier to accept if your team had an off day, uh, get better extra time, get better penalties. I think that would be more acceptable and I think you could take it easier than some mental penalty. Uh, been given or something so I hope they don't make a mess yet that's what my my big concern is for Sunday I think your concerns are justified Frank I don't, I don't think that VAR the, those who operate VAR have covered themselves in glory the the cup final referee Nick Walsh was the the referee at Tynecastle on the first weekend that VAR was introduced to Scottish football and you remember the carry on then uh, so he was all over the place 
And this National Cup final Will be seen mm. far and wide And they have got to get their calls right it, it, How unfair would it be On a team to lose a cup final Based on mm. something that happened In Clydesdale House And not in Hamden Park Yeah, I mean, obviously I think everyone, everyone would agree Kenny At the same time Pre-VAR You might lose a cup final To an offside goal That the linesman missed And now, and now you won't We shouldn't Um have that issue So are you, I, I get about, are you talking about The Julian goal No you're not talking about oh, Okay I'm just Just, um, just to clarify no, I, was, I was actually Being, <laughs> being general um, But that is the reality And I know we all Build ourselves up yeah. For this doomsday And by the way It might happen and, we, and I will Might need to phone in Sick on Monday night But Like I said We've had cup finals That have been decided By yeah. ranked rotten Refereeing decisions before yeah. We've now just added this weird, wonderful layer to our decision-making process. And you know, even on that that day in question, uh, Rangers were excellent, missed a lot of chances. You know, that's why they lost it. No, because it was a, a goal that, that, that shouldn't have been. And listen, you hope that it's not going to impact the game too much. It's going to have a say in it. There's no doubt about it. There's going to be decisions that have to go to VAR. There's going to be offsides. There's probably guaranteed there's mm. going to be a handball scenario somewhere along the line. You're just hoping that the decisions are right. Uh... And the best team wins Because you don't want to be losing cup finals on something Again, things that we've discussed all season Or since VAR yep. came in These crazy handballs, is it, is it not uh, I mean, offside's offside, to be honest But there's still I mean, mm. VAR's impacted the game There's no doubt about it Is it good, is it bad? I think that's up there Paul raised a very interesting psychological point there When he said that you know, First of all, he said he was too old to get excited <laughs> What What he means is he looks at this game and he thinks, oh, please, please, please. Please don't lose. <laughs> uh, and that's why he said it, it, it's you can only enjoy it when it's over. So in other words, Paul's happiness this weekend depends entirely on five o'clock mm. on Sunday uh, or perhaps beyond five o'clock on Sunday. Um, he, he, he daren't think about defeat. He believes Celtic will win, but he daren't think about defeat and that's the way of fans Rangers and Celtic fans from now I would guess tonight's the last meal they have which contains <laughs> solids they'll, they'll be taking soup through a straw from tomorrow and into Sunday well Paul is in the hat for the tickets to the races anyway I don't know if that'll cheer him up but I think he needs the result on Sunday 01419511025 great time to call you could be up next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are here That's now the second break that we've spent the entirety <laughs> of it Talking about the game Sometimes usually we'll, we'll digress a little bit oh, Let's take a breather What are you having for your dinner? What are you up to? How many glasses of red is Hugh going to have? But it's, it's serious tonight You'll get like... back to this tomorrow when the Dazzler's in here And we get back oh, to discussing some idiotic thing that he's done I'm, I'm absolutely certain of it But until such times Let's crack on with the very serious business um, Of what, <laughs> what lies in wait this weekend it is Sunday of course Hamden uh, 3 o'clock Rangers v Celtic In the League Cup final And that's what lots of you Are getting in touch about tonight If you do want to talk The big relegation battles tomorrow Be more than happy uh, To take those calls as well It would be nice actually To look at them Because they are huge What an afternoon we've got In the Scottish Premiership Before we even get uh, To The Cup final Let's hear a bit more from uh, James Tavernier Shall we The Rangers captain Like I said Was on uh, duty uh, this week speaking And he has got various things to say um, About what lies in wait And of course he's the one Like we said before with Callum McGregor Wants to get his hands on that silverware 
Obviously, since the gaffers came in, um, we've had one draw and won the rest of the games. Um, you know, the momentum has really been there with the results uh, that we wanted. Um, we know that performance-wise, uh, there's been games where we've we felt that we could improve, um, which is a good thing because you know we're winning games and still not being um, the top level that we need to be. Uh, so we know there's still room for improvement, and you know we'll continue to work hard every single day on the training pitch to to make sure we show that on, on a match day, and hopefully that all comes into place. Um, on Sunday, we've shown real great belief, going all the way to to right to the end of a game. You know, trying to play the way we want to do. You know, not panicking if we do go goal down. It's obviously something that we don't want, obviously, to happen at the weekend. And we, as as a team, and obviously as a defender, you want to try and keep a clean sheet, and that's one of our main focuses to try and shut their chances out, and obviously try not to concede. Um, but albeit if we did, then you know we've got that resilience and the grit in the team to you know to fully believe in ourselves to bring back um, the goals that that we need. Chris is in Dumbarton, uh, a Rangers fan, no less. Chris, what do you think? Hi, uh, how you all doing? Good, um, yeah, uh, looking forward to the the game. Um, lucky enough to be going up on Sunday, um, so yeah, looking forward to and, and quietly confident. Um, I've been I've been listening to the show um, all week and listening to the opinions. You know what people are thinking about formations, who they're thinking it's going to be in the team. Um, and quite a lot of callers have made the point, and I think rightly so that if you look at the Celtic team. I think clearly they've got a stronger team when it comes to strength and depth at the moment. Um, I think that's a combination of you know good recruitment at their end and you know, some circumstances we've got our side um, from you know an, an injury perspective. Um, and if, if you look at the results Celtic have had against um, a, a number of the teams they've played in recent weeks, you know they are winning a bit more convincingly. But I think what can't be um, you know what can't be disregarded is the fact that Rangers have a, another quality which is just as valuable. Um, and that's the ability to, you know, grind out a result when, when things aren't going your way and when you're not necessarily at your best. So, you know, of, of course you can take performances against the other opponents into account, but it's not, you know, always the same when these two teams meet each other. And if I, if I can just kind of make a wee bit of an, an analogy of how I kind of look at it, and, you know, if you might like this, I know he's a, a fan of the sweet science as well, but if you look at the two boxers, the way I see it just now is Celtic are the team, you know, without the flashy knockout power. Rangers are the team that are, you know, playing the same opponents and maybe having to go twelve rounds, go the distance after losing the first three and gradually grinding a result out. In the end of it, you know, you're both getting the same outcome. And when these two, you know, come up against each other, people might go and automatically think the flashier team is going to go, you know, and steamroll the other. But we know the reality is that sometimes that's that's not the way things work. So I'm quietly confident, but you know, kind of on the fence. It really is a game that could go fifty-fifty. I think Hugh Keevans might steal that analogy for his Sunday Mail column. I know you're a big boxing fan. Do you like that? Do you recognise um, it? It's okay until the one team plays like Tyson Fury, in which case there'll be no grinding anything down. There'll be a straightforward knockout. Uh, but again, two teams. James Tavernier in his um, clip there used the word momentum. It's rare. That you get two teams with such a build-up in momentum as these two have had. As I say, I only go back until day one when Michael Beale was in the blue corner and he looked over to the green corner. That's it. That's the spirit. Yes, yes, I'm into that. Boxing. Uh, The momentum has grown. It it doesn't matter whether on occasion you've had to ride your luck as Rangers did uh, at Petaudry on the night that Scott Arfield bailed them out. The fact of the matter is, 
That they are mm. both built up momentum And they are both going into this cup final With every belief that they can win it Both fans, sets of fans believe they can win it Both managers think they can win it Both players think they can win it I mean you told me you were rushing home After the game on Sunday to watch the boxing anyway Kenny yeah. So are you happy with Chris's analogy? I love it, absolutely love it And, he, and he's spot on Like, And particularly in this game on Sunday All that matters is who's lifting that cup it doesn't matter about performance. Yes, both managers, both sets of players are wanting to go out and put their best foot forward and show everybody how good a team they are and, and individually how good a player you are within it. But whoever's picking that trophy up at the end, that's all that matters on, on, on mm. Sunday. And uh, and it will be close. Mm. How is the game going to go? We hope it's a two, two really, really good teams right at the top of their game going at it. Listen, yeah. it might not be. They might cancel each other out because mm. they are very, very good teams, and we've seen that over the over the time as well. But yeah, only matters who's picking the trophy. Has um, as Michael, Be- I assume Michael Beale's now been in charge of enough games for it to, to properly be considered, you know, a winning habit, and and they are successful at getting results or grinding them out or whatever Chris mentions. Because I'm always to take the start of the season, for instance. Um, what games would it be? Uh, the Dundee United game at home, Rangers one two one. Performance wasn't great. Fans weren't happy at all. Um, you think of They beat Motherwell 2-1 at Fir Park Wasn't great I think they followed that up With a 1-0 against Dundee They went through in the cup This cup But yep. got booed off And we still had Some Rangers fans On those nights Who would phone in and say Ah but see Winning that's all that matters And it's a, it's a sign of a good team When you can win When you're not at your best But That does catch up with you eventually However it seems like This version It's a bit more controlled Than that isn't it It's not like it's not like it was earlier in the season. But that version dropped nine points behind Celtic. Yeah, that's this what I mean. It catches up with you. It yeah. does, and, and it did catch up with because you could, you can't keep performing that. Rangers are playing better now, by the way, than what they were back then. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Are they playing their absolute maximum capability? No, they're not. But they have done. They have done in certain games. I mean, you go to Tynecastle, they, they were absolutely excellent. And there's been spells in the other games where they've looked a, a real, real fluent machine going forward and they look absolutely solid defensively as well. So... They are they are building momentum. They have got belief that they can go all the way. If, if it needs to go extra time, penalties, they've got the belief that they can go and win that. They win this cup on Sunday. So what? it's uh, it's listen. It's two brilliant teams at the moment. It's, we're, we're lucky we've got two teams that are as evenly what? matched that are going to be going head to head on Sunday. Whatever you think will happen, will not happen. I go back to the last League Cup final between the two of them. Rangers were far superior on the day. Fraser Forster in Celtic's goal was. Paranormal. He was magnificent. He should have been sent up to pick up the cup on his own with nobody there beside him. Rangers had a penalty. And Celtic and, got a man sent off. And Rangers and missed that, the penalty. Yeah. So you can take away the first idea you thought of because that <laughs> won't happen. Uh, I mean, Chris, is there a hope that that the performance is something or that is something like that that Tyne Castle night? Now, granted, I, I can. <laughs> Hear the Celtic fans shouting saying uh, We're better than Hearts Which I certainly wouldn't argue about But what what I mean is Rangers' best performance under Michael Beale Has been in a game where a team came at them You know, and maybe breaking teams down Is a bit more of a challenge, is that fair? Yeah, I, I think that's, you know, completely fair, Gordon um, I think, you know, obviously Hearts got things a, a little bit wrong that night In terms of how they set up some of the personnel they had in um, but you know you're absolutely right. Rangers have, and probably for a, a number of years, have had the the tendency to to struggle at breaking teams down. That you know Celtic seem to do a bit better than what we do. But you know Celtic aren't going to bank in. They're going to have a go. And yeah, you know you need to watch what 
what's happening at the back. You need to keep them out first and foremost. But I, I do think there will be a bit more space for players to run into, and that's where you know guys like Sakala, you know, might be able to to show you know what what he's there for. Um, you might get a bit of joy. So yeah, absolutely. You know, as I said, we, we want performance levels to be there. Um, I think it, you know the, the game will be a bit more open than some of the teams to play against. Um, and yeah, I mean it really could go either way. But you know, as a Rangers fan, you're, you're always quietly confident that we can uh, get the job done when it matters. Thank you very much, Chris and Dumbarton. He's in the hat for the tickets to the races, and it's time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish Sun.co.uk/football. This will always be remembered as the week that a current SPFL manager phoned in for Beat the Pundit It wasn't to be for Dougie Emery, he ended up losing to Marvin Bartley But he took part anyway, and I loved it So if there are any other managers out there, feel free And if you're just an old-fashioned football fan who wants in on the action Let's do it right now, 0141 951 1025, lines close at 7 Tackle the headlines, 0141 951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here We're now even closer to kick-off on Sunday than we were when the show started Because that's how time works, Hugh Keevens So we should be getting more uh, excited And in fact Celtic women against Rangers women has just kicked off as well So it's a full weekend of this stuff This one an SWPL game though uh, at Airdrie Stadium Just a couple of minutes gone So keep you up to speed if anything of note happens in that one For you to get in touch With your thoughts On the big game on Sunday It's 01419511025 It would be nice If there were any Kilmarnock Motherwell Ross County Dundee United fans Out there Because uh, there are some Relegation six pointers Tomorrow So maybe we could Discuss them On 01419511025 And don't forget Everybody who gets through To make a point To the panel Goes into the hat For a pair of Hospitality tickets To the Virgin Bet Race Day At Air Racecourse On Saturday the 11th of March So what are you waiting for? Get in touch And we'll do this first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Ah beat the Pundit time I did say It will always be the week That a current SPFL manager Phoned in To take part in Beat the Pundit Marvin Bartley You know what he's like you I heard he, um, He's a bad loser And he's an even worse winner I've never heard anyone laugh so much in my life I just feel like it's worth playing back Kenny You know you'd think like you professionals You'd think like a, a sort of understated response If you win just Quiet nod of the head happy This was how Marvin Bartley reacted to beating Dougie Emery on Wednesday night And Euro 2024 is held in Germany None of you got it but it wasn't an <laughs> 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 oh, Sorry both for you <laughs> Shameful so when Dunfermline go 3-0 up At Queen of the South tomorrow uh, I'm just waiting on the Dunfermline manager Doing the same Dougie Emery should just have said Kelty Hearts 3 nothing last weekend for them I think he was excited? He was absolutely, absolutely buzzing So he was uh. Apparently No signed ball for you uh, He had to say But anyway Tonight Much, much more decorum in here Two gentlemen of the game And joined by David and Johnson How's it going David? I know, bad Gordon, cheers you, uh, Yeah, good, thanks You ever played before? No, no, just in a car Okay, do you do okay when you play along at home? Eh, uh, so-so Oh, he's keeping his cards close to his chest you. That's, the, that's the beat the pundit equivalent of taking one game at a time He's probably the, the, the Roger Hanna of Johnston <laughs> I mean, Just not letting on Anyway, we'll toss the coin And if it's heads, it'll be Hugh Evans, And if it's tails, it will be Kenny Miller Who takes on David one game at a time And it is 
Heads Hugh against David What's your current record like? Uh, I had a big victory last Friday Did you? Good Yeah Oh you did actually Yeah you were good 7-2 seven, seven seven. last week yeah. 7 it was last he week He was good He was good last week Right okay what we'll do here Is give Hugh some Clyde 2 to listen to And that way he can't hear Your attempts David 30 seconds Just answer as many as you can And pass if you do not know The answer okay Okay Right good man Your time starts now Who scored the winner for Rangers In the League Cup final Against Celtic in 2011 Yellowich Which player joined Dundee on loan from Celtic In August 2021 Pass Name any team in the Scottish Cup quarter finals From outside the top flight Ball Cup Liam Cooper plays for which English team? Leeds How many times have Celtic lost away from home this season domestically? Uh, zero Who was the only Scottish team Gary McAllister played for? Dundee How dare you forget that one That might give you a wee clue But luckily Hugh can't hear us Let's bring him back Hugh can you hear us? I now? can Good okay you ready? I am Let's do it then Who scored the winner for Rangers In the League Cup final Against Celtic in 2011? Barry Ferguson Which player joined Dundee On loan from Celtic In August 21? Um, pass Name any team in the Scottish Cup Quarter finals From outside the top flight uh, Air United Liam Cooper plays for which English team? Uh, Leeds How many times have Celtic lost away from home domestically this season? Once Who was the only Scottish team Gary McAllister played for? Motherwell Name any player inducted into Rangers Hall of Fame on Sunday Alan McGregor Okay He finished strongly David Has he done enough to beat you? Ah uh, he's done the oh, I think no. so? <laughs> <laughs> well listen listen you got Who's in the background David? Nobody, just me in the car oh, right, okay, I thought I could hear you asking someone Which is fine, by the way There's not the rules against that uh, Nikita Jelovic, Hugh, it was Who scored the winner 2011 Wow And David got it So it's 1-0 to David Celtic to Dundee on loan August 21 Lee Griffiths uh, Still 1-0 You both knew that Well, you had a choice, didn't you? Falkirk, Wraith, Inverness, Air United All in the, uh, the League Cup quarter-finals um, Liam Cooper plays for Leeds You both got that So David's still one up at this point Celtic have lost once away to St Mirren Domestically So you're level That's what they did The only Scottish team Gary McAllister played for Was Motherwell David So he goes in front And your questions were over there And he even had time to get a question Which you would have known the answer to no doubt Alan McGregor Aye. James Tavernier And Stephen Davis in the Hall of Fame So it is a 5-3 victory for Hugh Keevans Hardlines David no, I texted all the boys in the team as well and said that I'm on. So I'm oh no, no, no! What team is that? Uh, Johnston Borough. Oh no, oh. no, 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 no! Are you playing tomorrow? Yeah, aye. Mm, who are you playing? Uh, we're away to Lang Craig's tomorrow. Dear me, David, what have you done? What have I you done? Know. Seriously, the team. Are, and what's your role within the team? Are you a player? What I'm position? The no, I'm the manager. The manager. Do we have we met before, David? Yes, a couple of times Ah, that's right See, I did the, the Johnston Borough Sportsman's Dinner oh. Hugh, they're, a, they're yep. a friendly bunch They won't be so friendly to him I have to no, say <laughs> David, you're getting it tight Good man, thanks for taking part uh, thanks guys David yeah, Johnson There we are yeah, You can't beat that You were the Morton manager Now the Johnston exactly. Borough manager Whatever next What's Pep up to on Monday? Well, on Monday night We have a Michael on the line From Govan uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be quite something Wouldn't it? Ange, Ange would be I mean honestly Ange do you, do you ever remember Playing with Gordon DL In Melbourne in 1984 No mate No 
I won't attempt the accent, but it would be it would be a short and sweet answer to that. Have you I'd e- love to know. Have I'd you ever heard of Gordon Deer? No, you know you know the story, Kenny. We've told you before. Yeah, they yeah. genuinely did play in yeah. the same team. I just wonder. I've obviously had the chance, right, once or twice, interviewing him or whatever. <laughs> it just never feels right. You know what he's like. You know everyone knows it. Everyone sees the. And by the way, it's not all like that. You know, see when you're standing waiting, if it's like a one-to-one interview, he's pretty friendly and he's fine. But I've just, I just can't be bothered with the custard pie if it comes. Because if he, and by the way, I don't even mean that he would do that deliberately. See if he genuinely can't remember and the conversation just goes nowhere. I'll just be left looking daft. But one day, I'll pluck up the courage. The Dazzler you could, and you, you could ask him on Sunday If he's won the cup finals Then you can then ask him Well that's true The Dazzler will be at Hamden yeah. With me and Mark Wilson Maybe we'll go, we'll go down and Just say Do you know this man? <laughs> I mean he's, he, he was On the Just For Men When you knew him So his hair yeah. looks a bit different But yeah. yeah We'll give it a bash Anyway 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB Those are the contact details If you like Um for tonight Most of you looking ahead To Sunday's game I'm not giving up hope though I'm still Expecting a little bit On the relegation Six pointers tomorrow Should be a brilliant afternoon uh, So we'll get to that Celtic have just hit the post In the Women's game uh, Against Rangers In Airdrie They're sort of pressing On the front foot At the moment Looking to find that breakthrough um, Craigie's got a Twitter point About the Celtic team He says Moy is in form However We won't get as many chances Against Rangers And we need O'Reilly for his chance creation Says Craigie Is there any thought In The fact that Yes Celtic are The best team in the country So far this season And yes They always stick to their same game plan But it is their toughest domestic test Would, would Ange Postacoglu take The opposition into account In, in that way? Of course he's got to respect them He's got to, he's got to look at where they're strong And but he'll, he'll stick to his team He's no mm-hmm. If he feels that that's the, he'll, he'll pick the team To win the cup final that, That's what it is If he feels it's Moy ahead of O'Reilly Or O'Reilly mm-hmm. ahead of Moy he'll, he'll pick that to win He'll pick that team To go and win the cup I final I suppose what In a roundabout way What I was asking is Does the fact that it's Rangers tomorrow Rather than Ross County tomorrow Have any bearing On the Moy Versus O'Reilly decision No No, no. I don't think It's so just that. the same yeah. yeah I don't disagree I, I was just curious I think Ange Postecoglou is that type of person. Uh, you know, the cup final, he'll know instinctively his best of living. Uh, did he mention Moy's fitness at all when he, he did his? Now you're asking. I mean, it was Tuesday, so it would be yeah, out of date. Because news you know, anyway. he wasn't in the team against Aberdeen. He wasn't on the bench, and all sorts of assumptions are made. Oh, he must be injured, or or was he being rested? And uh, my guess, and it's absolute guesswork. My guess is Moy will start. Oh, we'll find out. We'll find out very soon. You can still debate your team and all the rest of it. Let's bring in uh, Graham, who is a Rangers fan from Bells Hill. What are you thinking about Sunday then, Graham? Are you are you confident at this point? Hi, good evening, Gordon. Um, yeah, I, I was saying earlier on that generally I go in with uh, hope rather than expectation, but I actually do feel rather confident. I think the the added edge of it being a cup final, you know, a winner takes all tie rather than it being a kind of cagey affair about points, etc. Um, you know, you've just got to turn up and win the cup that day. You've just got to go for it. So uh, I think that will bring an, an extra, you know, percentage, um, you know, in terms of, of, of confidence. Um, and that was really the point I was making it by calling in was about confidence. Um, and, you know, we're talking about, you know, who's going to play here, who's going to play there, what tactics are they going to deploy on the, on the field. 
But really, what I wanted to focus on was what Sakala said in his press conference about the confidence that Michael Beale has brought in, into his game. And just by speaking to him and telling him exactly what he expects from him and what he can see uh, he can perform. Um, I'm, I'm wanting, wanting to know whether Kenny thinks that, that what Beale's bringing to the confidence of the team will bring, uh, how much percentage on the park that will bring to the team on Sunday. It's not the bit of fashion to Carlos press conference that most people have wanted to discuss this week, but there we are. Uh, Kenny, confidence that Michael Beale's instilled, what difference does it make? I think he's already, I mean, how it will affect him on Sunday, I think it's already affected him, like leading into this. I think there's there's big players in the Rangers dressing room who would have been very happy to see Michael walk back through the door. Guys like Tavernier, guys like Connor Goldson, Morelos, Kent, Jack, Lundstrom, Kamara, the list, like, the list goes on. He's now got them back performing at a better level, which is which is the manager's job. Uh, he's already had the relationship with them. He knows what makes them tick, and he's getting the best out of them now. And what they are doing again are they? He said himself, Michael, he's maybe not entirely happy with all the performances, but it's a good habit to be in when you're winning games of football. If you're not, if or if you don't believe you're absolutely the best. So in terms of the confidence, how much more confident mm. can they be after 13 wins and one draw over the 14 games that Michael's been here? But I think it's just been a gradual thing for when he walked in getting these players back on side, getting them enjoying their work again, because they're all good players, and now they are playing at a higher level than what they were previous. I suppose he's an interesting example, just to, to link it roughly to what we were just discussing about Celtic. Is is he nailed on to play on Sunday, Fashion Sakala? I think so. And, and is there something about this fixture that suits him, where in a, maybe if this was a home league game against... Someone else You might actually go for an extra creative one You might put a Hadji in You might put a Cantwell in But because it's this opponent The way the game might pan out Is it is it more suitable to him? Did we see that in the previous fixture? I think he, had, he, was, he was good in the previous game I think he's Again under Michael now He's been someone that's played more regularly So he's now getting regular games So again Him himself He's got to be confident He's getting picked to play in most weeks When he's available What he's got He's got real pace Gordon You know And that, that terrifies anyone And if Celtic are coming out And, they're, and they're, they're dominating the game And there is space to exploit You've seen it last week at Livingston Even against that kind of deep like deeper defensive block Fashion to Cala was a constant threat In behind that Livingston defence And that's what he brings to the team And there's no many guys in the Rangers team do that So what he does is he does stretch the game And he maybe creates more spaces for your Kents Or your Cantwells Or your uh, or your Tillmans who are just in behind Morelos So I think he's I think he's nailed on to play um, What do you think Graham? Has he become some has he become a bit of a key man for you in this fixture which might surprise people because I know like the jury was out on him a lot at, at the start of his Rangers career um, but he seems quite effective doesn't he I think he's a, a man who's clearly playing with the weight of weight of what was on his shoulders gone now he's just playing with freedom and expression and pure pace you know and, and fun and enjoyment he goes out and he's always got a smile on his face also what I think was notable about Fashion Sakala which can sometimes frustrate fans is he'll shoot on sight if he's if he can see the target he will have a shot now that's that you know is is something that you, we were crying out for we try to walk the ball into the net too often when you've got a man like Sakala who's just hungry to get goals um you know he he will he will just shoot on sight and i think that's going to be vital vital on sunday because i think we're going to have to take every chance we've got um, in order to try and to, to try and win this game, because uh, there's no denying Celtic are a good team. Of course they are. Um, in fact, they're probably a better team than we are at the moment. But if we get behind them and we get in, and I believe we can, people like Sakala who shoot on sight will cause damage. That's why I love the tactical battle as well, though, Kenny. Because it's fine, yeah. You, but 
Also Is he the right man To go and help out James Tavernier If Maeda or Jota's You know Playing out their skins How much of it is How much of all this stuff Has to be weighed up Managers will go through Every possible scenario And you know what The bench will have a big big part To play on Sunday as well I think I mean if this does Always Go the does distance now, Of course it does I think the if this goes the distance When you look at both benches They're really really Guys that are actually Probably not even going to be On the bench is, is, are going to be uh, are going to be good players. So the benches are really really strong. Uh, I mean, I think there's a few Celtic fans have been on kind of uh, talking about the strength and depth that they've got. But I'm looking at a potential bench with Cantwell, Jacks, Raskins, Roofs, Cholax, Arfields, just to name a few. That's a strong strong bench at Rangers of as well. So I think for for both teams they've, they've built good squads. Uh, whether the starting lineups are what we say they are, irrespective of that, there's going to be guys that are on the bench that are really good that can come on and impact. I, this I game. like I like the point. That they are made about Sakala shooting on site. Uh, you know that's why I think all over the park there are goal scorers, and that's why there'll be five goals in the final. And if there are not, you can have my cardigan. Who's getting more though, Hugh? I'll tell you that on Sunday. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think especially the Hugh, running the risk of stating the obvious, but because there are the five subs, the games have changed now. Yeah, and Postecoglou. Never makes less than four It's always yeah. four on, on, And more often than not It is actually five um, And you look at that That semi-final That we spoke about That Callum McGregor Referenced earlier um, You know it's Scott Arfield He he came on in the 75th minute Equalised in the 78th And, yeah. and kicked, kicked Rangers on To go and win it um, we, we do obsess quite a lot About starting 11s It is interesting But I know. Um, You take I, deb- we're, It's always interesting To see which debutants In the fixture as well Oh yeah. Would be on one side Nicholas Raskin Todd Cantwell maybe on the other Alistair yeah. Johnson played in the last one of course he did he? yeah um, I, I see you, you go back no further than Celtic against St Mirren where it's 1-0 with uh, 20 minutes to go and Ange Postacoglu brings on the subs and uh, Hatati scores two wonderful goals O'Reilly gets his first goal of the season that's what the game's all about now the, the starting 11 is important because presumably those are the 11 mm. players that the manager believes in most and believes will be right for the occasion. However, along the way, you get the chance to uh, make five changes. So there's not a problem there. Uh, thank you to Graham in the SWPL version of the fixture. Celtic are one up. Caitlin Hayes scoring from a corner about five minutes ago. Now Goal 20 gone. Mistake. And uh, <laughs> it's hard on the goalies. It was though. I mean, it's a corner uh, kick. Um, the the, uh, the, the young, young lady has come out to get it, and she's caught in the traffic. And Caitlin Hayes, a fine header, bullet header, as the the, the the match report would probably say, Kenny Miller. Yeah, from two yards, a bullet header for two yards. <laughs> the best kind, <laughs> point blank bullet header. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Celtic one Rangers nil in the SWPL match in Airdrie. Uh, of course, it's a League Cup action for the men's teams at the weekend and the big relegation battles on Saturday in the Scottish Premiership as well. So 01419511025, we'll take more calls next. Taking your calls on Scottish football, 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Kenny Miller is here, as is Hugh Keevans, and it's time for them to go about their business on a League Cup final themed teaser We've had a few League Cup final themed teasers this week But let's yeah. see uh, how you get on with this one And it is quite tough But I, I, I've got a bit of faith in you Can you name the last 10 Scottish players To score for the winning team 
in a League Cup final? It is that simple. The answers aren't simple. Uh, but the question is, can you name the last 10 Scottish players to score in the final for the winning team? League Cup only. James Forrest. Mm-hmm. Well done. Aidan McGeady. <laughs> 96 oh. caps for the Republic of Ireland. Born in Scotland. I know, but you know the way these teasers work. Yeah, uh, who else was thinking here? Uh, Apparently uh, bad news on the injury front as well On Aidan McGeady Do you oh. see that report today? It's the last thing Hibs need isn't it? And I don't think it's been official yet But that's the sort of fear that um, cause he, he looked good when he came back He looked yeah. sharp Callum anyway, McGregor? No yeah. actually no I remember him scoring in the Scottish Cup final Against yeah. Motherwell Lee Griffiths? No um, yeah. Yeah, not as, What about I mean the League Cup's seen some the, the Ryan Christie Yes Well done Good I mean you're right to focus on Celtic But The League Cup's been shared around a little bit Hasn't it That's the beauty of it Yeah uh, Rooney Sean Rooney Yep Well done Any more guesses Take Stephen, one more guess Stephen Thompson Yes Hugh Keevans Now you're thinking about it Rather than just shouting names at me I accused Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel of that last night Anyway Four down Six to get We'll get them before the end And Derek it was Who sent that in To full time At Clyde1.com So why don't you do it Put your weekend to good use And uh, come up with a question Send it in to us Full time at Clyde1.com Still 1-0 Celtic In the SWPL uh, Meeting with Rangers At Airdrie 26 Gone Let's bring in Gordon Who's a Celtic fan uh, From Aaron How's it going Gordon? Gordon how you doing? You okay mate? All good here All good What are you thinking Ahead of Sunday then? Well uh, Privileged to speak To Lisa Hugh And Kenny there uh, How you doing guys? Good thank good, you Gordon uh, I'm just thinking it's going to be a Celtic win, full stop. I was at the, the Celtic Aberdeen game, and uh, that first half was it was just a joy to watch, to be honest. The passing and the movement from Celtic in that first half was just sublime. Uh, I'm going to estimate at least 3 0 to Celtic. Oh, wow. Uh, going con- uh, by least, the way, yeah. listen, the thing that's the beauty of this, Gordon might be right, and he can come on and say, I told you so. Um, well there's a psychological point that I brought up earlier When we had uh, Paul, the Celtic supporter Who admitted that he, he, he didn't want to think too much about it Until it was all over And his happiness would depend mm. on the, the final result From 5 o'clock on Sunday until he goes to bed His happiness will depend on who won the cup uh, And Gordon, and quite rightly so is of the opinion that it's a foregone conclusion. He's perfectly entitled to hold that opinion, as is any Ranger supporter who comes on and says he thinks it's a foregone mm. conclusion because none of us, absolutely none of us, know yeah. for sure what will happen. Mm. But Gordon is going on what he saw against Aberdeen. Mm. The only thing I would say, they're not playing Aberdeen, they're playing Rangers. Mm. Well, yeah, what makes you think it will be much more comfortable than that the previous meeting at Ibrooks, Gordon? Well, I'll, I'll put this to you. Um, I think it's probably going to be exactly the same team um, that started against Aberdeen, with the exception of Kyogo up front rather than O. Um, and even when Kyogo did come on, he was—you could see—he was full of energy. He was—he was just in everything. He was chasing things down. Um, I, 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 I just can't see anything other than a Celtic right. win and a comfortable win here. 
I do not dispute a single word you've said about Kyogo uh, About that uh, front three Where Kyogo flanked by Jota and Maeda uh, I, I don't take away anything at all from the performance against Aberdeen However, it's not Aberdeen It's a cup final and it's Rangers And it it is an entirely mm. different proposition Because you can... You're entitled, I think definitely entitled if you're a Celtic fan To believe right now that you're better than Rangers But mm. you would have to take one quick look at the league table And acknowledge that Rangers are much better well, than Aberdeen But that's not how football works either, to no, be fair no, And Kenny, Celtic might, might win comfortable Kenny was looking during the break Since the meeting of Celtic and Rangers Which was drawn at Ibrox They've both won nine games uh, Flawless So, mm. I, you know, I, I can't get my head around um, anyone believing that It is a foregone mm. conclusion Because it absolutely is not I think what you would have to say though Kenny To be fair And if we are referencing The Aberdeen fans and others People keep saying Form goes out the window And anything can happen And like, there's an element of truth there You'd still love to have played The way Celtic did last week You know, it's not, it's not a bad thing You would still like to be in that position If you had the choice And I think that's why People and the bookies Are talking about Celtic Being slight favourites because the way they play, and and, uh, and Gordon nailed it, it's their passing, their movement, the tempo in which they do it, the rotations that they've got on these forward areas is, uh, is really, really impressive and, and it's hard to match. And that's where I think they've maybe just, they've got that edge over Rangers at the moment. But you've seen it at the game at Ibrox of, uh, two, only, only, not even two months ago. Rangers controlled long long spells of the game. They got themselves back in it after conceding. They're a really, really good team as well. So, uh, but Celtic are in good form Rangers are in good form Are Celtic playing slightly better I would say so And the football that they can play And they did play last week Of course you would much rather Be playing like that Going into the into the game And and they've played like that Not just last week They've played like that For long spells Since Ange mm-hmm. came in You know So they have got that They've got a real good I've used that They've got a really They're really really cohesive As a team The way they play They all seem to be on the same page They're clearly well coached They're really really good players And, and they play some wonderful football And And Playing at the top of their game They are actually enjoyable to watch I just hope we don't see that kind of level of performance on Sunday How important is this game, Gordon? And that sounds like a stupid question It probably is a bit I know it's about winning a trophy first and foremost But I mean in terms of longer longer term or, or bigger picture Is it important to you to also Hammer home that, that dominance And not give Rangers any belief That they, they can match Celtic they, they can win things Is it about more than just winning the trophy? Well, yeah, I, I think it is a bit more. Um, first and foremost, you've got to remember, we're the holders. Now, we want to defend that and win it and retain it. Um, but you think to yourself, well, if, if we let Rangers, not let Rangers, but if, if Rangers can't beat us, the psychological effect on that, who knows what could happen where the league's concerned? Personally, I still think we're going to be okay in the league, but we don't want to lose us. You know, we... We've got a treble to go for here And we want to get this treble What is the psychology of this one Kenny? Look, it's important for both Both want to win Both don't want to lose The pressure's on both Look, I get that But specifically then If you were to look at it from both perspectives I think the pressure for Rangers Is if you, if you don't win this Then there is going to be a lot of pressure on you To go and win the Scottish Cup Because Celtic are going to win the league I get what Gon's saying If you were to lose it Does momentum change a little bit Does that affect the Celtic players And they start dropping points I I can't see that happening So I think the pressure for Rangers Is if if you don't win this And Celtic are I mean barring a disaster Are going to go on and win the league 
you're then chasing the Scottish Cup's your only chance to solve it really and I just think where Rangers are at at the moment I don't think the fans are going to accept seasons again without winning trophies mm. is, that, is that the case Hugh is there a chance maybe from Rangers perspective then to make this a well for both but to, to make this a a so called marker is it, oh. can it can it be bigger than just lifting that trophy yeah statement result uh, if Rangers were to win on Sunday uh, we will be inundated with calls starting five o'clock Sunday uh, to say that uh, there's a shift in the balance of power and the league is not yet over etc etc uh, by the same token if Celtic win uh, there'll be calls along the lines of that Rangers put back in the box uh, and this is how old firm life acts out uh, so it, it's a huge statement from whichever club wins uh, thank you very much to Gordon on 01419511025. Uh, you can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. Um, so get in touch. Let us know your thoughts before the end of the show. We're here until just before eight o'clock. Still one nil in that SWPL game between Celtic and Rangers. But Rangers starting to come back into it a bit more. Kenny, is that fair? Yeah, they are. They've had a, a couple of wee opportunities in the box. Celtic defending pretty well. To be honest with you, a number of crosses going in, but they seem to be defending everything that's thrown at them at the moment. Yeah, just over 10 to go in the first half there in that one. I thought we were about to bring in uh, Jim, but keep your calls coming on 01419511025. Um, I mentioned it earlier, Kenny, briefly, but not what what um, what are you thinking from a, a potential debutante point of view? Because it's always interesting, isn't it? The guys that play in their first, um, I think, am I right? Yeah, oh. Unless Iwata or someone makes a, a shock appearance at some point, but O would be the most likely on Celtic's side, and then you're, well, you're clearly looking at Raskin and Cantwell yep. on on the Rangers side. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I don't think any of them will start. I don't think. I think they'll be probably involved at, at some stage, maybe all three at some stage, but uh, I don't think any of them will start. And that might listen. That might feed into selection with on the Rangers side yet. Obviously, you've got guys that are injured, so again, we don't know. We've not had the report since Tuesday, like mm-hmm. we've talked about before. But if everybody's fit, I would maybe, maybe the only one I would maybe think might start would be Raskin. But I'm, I'm not sure at all. I'm interested in your take on that. I feel like all the Rangers fans have been getting quite excited about him. Look, it feels like any time we've had the discussion earlier in the week, they all really expect him to start. You're not sure. No, listen, I, I can understand why because I've, I think the two games that I've, I've watched on Partick and last week at Livingston, it controlled the game. You know, and there, there are games where they were dominant for long spells, and his maybe his role goes a little bit understated. But I just felt his his positioning was good. He's, he very, very rarely gives the ball away. I really like him. I just think you've got guys like Lundstrom, Jack, Kamara, guys that have been over the course and distance in this in this fixture and and know what's at stake. I, I just think if they're fit, they might get the nod ahead of them. Mm, let's bring in David, who's a, a Rangers fan in Canvas Lang. What's on your mind with a couple of days to go, David? Good evening, Gordon. Good evening, Kenny. Good evening, here. Hello, David. Um, touching on that, Gordon. Obviously, Kenny's Kenny's played in many an old fun game. And he understands the the magnitude of the fixture. But for uh, the fact he's saying that he doesn't think Raskin is going to play, Raskin Raskin needs to play on Sunday. He's so he's beyond what we've got. Other than probably John Lundstrom, he's far better player than Ryan Jack, in my opinion. Um, so I don't understand where Kenny's come from that Raskin should won't shouldn't or won't play. Well, listen, just just clarify. I never said he shouldn't. 
I just, I'm just not sure that he will. And I agree with you. I think he's been great. We've only seen him for a couple mm. of games. You know, I just think that the guys of of that you've mentioned there yourself, Kamara's, Lundstrom, Tillman will play. If Tillman's fit, Tillman will fit play. Though, yeah. So you're looking at there's going to be two spaces in that midfield. Is it as Rask? Is it Raskin and Lundstrom? Is it Raskin and Kamara like it was last week? At, uh, last week at Livingston or does Lundstrom come back in and does he go for a maybe a more familiar mm. look with Kamara and Lundstrom in the middle I just listen I'm not saying he will or he won't or he should he shouldn't I've just got a feeling that there could be a bit of changes in the, in the Rangers material. hard to, again it is hard when you, you add the injuries into it David what, what do you think then what's that what's that pair like then or, or that, that central three then what, in midfield what does it look like for me for me it's got to be Raskin plus as you say depending on who he's fit I spoke to your producer and what actually I was, that's what I was talking about, the headache that Michael Beale's going to have. It's quite refreshing to begin out an old firm game with a headache rather than being, you know, over the last few years, getting into games where saying, oh, that guy needs to play or he must play because we don't have anybody else. Um, Kenny, do you think that's maybe a problem that we keep reverting back to what you were saying about guys that have ran the course and been over the course, the Camaras, the Jacks? Do you think that's a problem we probably should now be blooding Raskins and Campbells? Is that not why they were brought to the club to play in these games? Again, I've just I've just noticed so the, so the midfield last week was Raskin, Kamara, Cantwell. You've got Jack Lundstrom. Sorry, uh, yeah, you've got Jack Lundstrom and Tillman to come back, and you've got Hadji who can play in that more advanced role as well. Mike, you're right. Michael's got a lot of options there. Uh, it's trying to find the right blend. I do believe and I do agree. With you. I think Raskin has been excellent in the in the. The small amount of games that he's played so far. Again, no great test, uh, to be honest with you, but he's, he's played very, mm. very well. I really like him as a player. I think he'll be a big player moving forward. But I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad thing when you're talking about guys that have mm. taken a, a, a team to the European final last year when you're oh, looking at a midfielder Jack uh, Lundstrom. And, and by the way, I get it, they've maybe not been playing at that level. They've maybe not been as fit as, as much as they should be or, or getting as much game time. But I think uh, I think Kamara is, is one that's nailed on to play. As well, I just think looking over the piece, Kenny, that they're very similar players. Jack Lindstrom, Kamara. I think it's all very kind of a defensive minded. By the way, I don't think it will be that, David. I'm just saying that that midfield three were very, very successful last year. Yeah. So I think that one of them, I think one of Jack or Lindstrom will come back into the team this week. That's effectively what I'm saying. And Tillman will play if he's fit. So if you, if you were Michael Bill Kenny, what would your what would your midfield three be? I think I would go Kamara definitely. And the way Michael's playing, he's going to play with a more offensive one. So whether it's Cantwell or Tillman, I think on what I've seen so far for these two players, again, we've limited time for Cantwell. I think Tillman probably gets an odd ahead of Cantwell at the moment, which leaves one slot for me between Raskin, yeah. uh, Lundstrom and Jack. So what would I play? I think I'd maybe go... I think I'd maybe go... Ah, I think I'd play Lundstrom. <laughs> oh, you're not having uh -huh. that, David, are you? No, it's not that I'm not having it. I just feel as though that we're now at the point where Michael Bill's trying to stamp his authority on this side and he's not brought these guys into the club for them not to play. Yeah. That's just the way I look at it. Um, yeah, cause, look, David, I know it's, it's like a very easy thing to do and you might you might not thank me for it, but you, what I always thought was quite interesting, remember last February, uh, you've tried to forget about it, the 3-0 game when, when Celtic beat Rangers and Celtic's midfield up until that January New Year time It had been fine And Turnbull and, and Rogic had been Doing well But You know what Celtic signed Hitati They thought he was Ready to take them To a different And, and they just played him and it, and it sort of Is that the type of thing You want to see Yeah well that's the kind of Impact that you're hoping That Raskin's going to have Now 
obviously Raskin's got the, the, the advantage over the likes of Hattati now. I'm not saying he's a better player than Hattati before Hatta Glasgow jumped down my throat. Um, but he's got the advantage that he's played in Europe, so he's played in the, he's played in the bigger the bigger games. Um, so playing in the old firm shouldn't be as much of an issue. Now I know there's a huge expectation in the old firm. I'm not shying away from that, but I just feel as though that he's got that added advantage of playing in bigger games like Europe. It's going to be interesting anyway I'll give you Kenny's number You can debate it on Sunday afternoon um, Thank you though to David He's in the hat for the Hospitality tickets to Air Racecourse as well I'll announce the winner of those very soon um, On tonight's teaser 10 Scottish players The last 10 To score for the winning team In the final You've given me most recently Sean Rooney You've given Ryan Christie James Forrest Stephen Thompson Stuart Armstrong Nope If it goes far back It's 2010 Oh, you better believe it, Miller. You're, by the way, you're on the list. It, see, you, I've noticed this. You're on the list of nearly every teaser. I suppose that's what happens when you play for many teams and score many goals. And if so you're on. that age, I know up. that's it. Boyd, yeah, well done. You're now starting to get this, aren't yeah. you? Right, we'll leave it there. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. We'll get the remaining four and more of your calls next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here We're into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard So there is still time to squeeze some calls in But we better be quick We've also got the full-time teaser here Can you name the last 10 Scottish players to score in the League Cup Final For the winning team Forrest Christie uh, For Celtic Miller A certain Miller and Boyd for Rangers Stephen Thompson Sean Rooney is there a Ross County player there? Yes Is it Jordan White? It is not That was a good bit before he played for the club Gardine Yes ah. Michael Gardine Okay Three to get Chris Commons Yes I like it Well done Okay two to get We'll get them before the end uh, Of the show So keep plugging away And like Derek did tonight It's full time at Clyde1.com That is the number you need uh, The email address you need Sorry uh, To submit your questions And hopefully we can use them On the show Let's bring in Cammy, Who's a Dundee United fan To round things off tonight How's it going Cammy? Yeah not too bad guys Yourself? Not bad Not bad at all Big game tomorrow isn't it? Uh, I think tomorrow's A make or break moment For the club I'm not going to lie What's been happening then? Because obviously Results not great Um Bit of stick surrounding the transfer window, a lively AGM by all accounts. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just don't know what's uh, what's been gone through the heads of the Dundee United by set, selling or putting out on loan all these different players, for, especially strikers like Tony Watt, sending them away to St Mirren, and then finding out a couple of days ago that uh, one of our promising academy players uh, they've just sold them a film McLeod they've just uh, mm-hmm. sold them a film when we're in a, a position where we're struggling to even score a single goal and they're just going away and giving out all our cycles I just I don't I don't know what the thought process is behind it uh, I'd get active bargaining out players and then bring in a couple in but at very last Grasp attempt Brought in A defender 
Mm-hmm. They should be bringing in strikers. I feel like those two examples are very different, Hugh. So let's do uh-huh. one by one. Tony Watt was that was such an interesting move on on deadline day, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I didn't quite get that uh, because they are in a very very serious position, uh, and I wouldn't have let Tony Watt out of the building uh, with Rory McLeod and Fulham. Then Dundee United uh, also in a financial position that is not the best. And if you have a chance to capitalise on one of your academy players, then I'm sorry, financial matters are important. But I have very serious concerns, like Cammy, about tomorrow. Uh, I think Dundee United, at all levels of the club, are in disarray at the moment. Fans are unhappy. Uh, they're unhappy with Tony Ashgar. They're unhappy with uh, Liam Fox in the manager's office. Uh, the owner comes over from America to discuss budgets and... Uh, said there'd be no sweeping changes well his budget will be seriously very Mm. seriously affected if Dundee United go down and if they lose tomorrow to Ross County then I think they are in major trouble Is the Rory McLeod one maybe a bit different Cammy? He's just turned 17 He's, he's played nine times this season so Dundee United have given this 16, 17 year old they have given him a chance but ultimately if the English Premier League comes calling can the club or the player can, is, Are they ever going to Really be able to resist that I don't think They'll be able to resist it I, I get I, I get the, the reasoning behind Like Oh it's a bigger club It's a much bigger club English Premier League side Want to come in For one of your players All, All's well and good In that front At the same time They're not looking at Bringing MDN To replace sure. These players Like I get that The Windies, the, the transfer window's Been and gone uh, I, I feel that it was a very, very poor transfer window for the club. Uh, but I just, I, I, I get, I, I do get the reasoning behind the the McLeod going out. Yeah, but, I suppose Kenny. What this is where, when you're down there and when you're annoyed at everything that's going on, like like Cammy is and the running of the club and certain things, how much worse is Cammy going to feel? If the team don't get it right at, at Dingwall tomorrow, because it just shut, it brings everything else into focus, doesn't it? Well, well, what what there is tomorrow is is that they've got their own game to deal with against Ross County. If you lose that, you end up four points away from Ross County. But you've also got a really really strong Kilmarnock at home against Motherwell, who have had two really strong results under under Kettlewell in his first two games. But Kelly are strong at home, you know. So if they can pick up a a, a win there, all of a sudden it, it looks a long way back for them, you know. But they've been down there all season. They've been in these situations and and they found a couple of wins a few months back to get themselves back in touch. But since then they've they've kind of been no really performing well. The results have no been there, and they find themselves back at the bottom of the table. So tomorrow, Kenny, game twenty six tomorrow. If they lose, they're in deep mm. bother. You keep, it's true what you say You keep waiting for the yeah. Dundee United have got good players Which yeah. they, they, they sort of do Or ever on paper 26 games It's a fairly decent sample isn't it I thought last Saturday Was the moment when they might have Considered a change of manager Now if you have 12 games Just under a third of the season That decision remains The big talking point Because it's not happening for the manager. The players appear not to be responding to the manager. This is going down a very slippery slope. And at the moment, you don't see where the slippery slope ends. And as you say, Kenny, it's, it's that package deal tomorrow. Kilmarnock will be feeling equally as fragile about themselves. Motherwell won't be feeling fragile, 
but that could easily return again. You know, it's amazing the difference two wins can make in a new manager. But you know, if results don't go your way tomorrow, you're right back into the mix. Well, the one thing about these games is they are real even games, and they could go either way. They'll be on a knife edge. You could tell you that there'll be a lot of nerves involved in both of these games as well as there is in the cup final on Sunday. But it's, uh, it does look I me, mean, Kilmarnock. I think they've got them. Like, what is it? There's a, such a high percentage of their points that yeah, they've gained at yep. home, so they're strong there. Well, so they'll not won any away, have they? So, so they'll fancy their the chances league. at home to actually go and get a result and actually pull further away from the bottom of the table because they'll be looking at that game behind, thinking, well, you know what? That there's a good chance that could be a draw if we get a win there. It gets us further away, not just for the relegation mm-hmm. spot, by the way, but for that playoff spot because nobody wants to be in that either. Yeah, I think well, there's a kettlewell factor here. At Motherwell I think the, the two results against teams above them in the league uh, put him in the, the, the pole position to become manager now he is the manager and I, I, I'm i not sure that he's about to give up anything mm. OK thank you to Cammy. what an afternoon it is going to be in the Premiership tomorrow make sure you join us for that well done to Graham and Bells Hill the winner of the Legends Lounge tickets to the Virgin Bet Race Day at Air Racecourse 11th of March uh, you can still get tickets, by the way, airracecourse.co.uk. Uh, we've enjoyed giving them away all week, though, so well done to all the winners. Hopefully you enjoy it. You two are looking for two more of the last ten Scottish players to score for the winning team in a League Cup final. We're going way back. Way back? Oh. Way, way back. Before you. Oof. Another one of your former teams, though. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Fletcher. Stephen Fletcher. And this one popped up on my... Social media the other day I was distraught As a young teenager First time I'd seen Motherwell Live in a cup final And Rangers Dispatched of them easily You remember? 03, 04 No And it's no Fergus Ferguson no. Oh it's, it's a An unlikely one 03, 04 Unlikely Squash Most recently seen as manager of Cowden Beef Moros 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 Uh, Thank you Hugh and Kenny We're back tomorrow at 2 Make sure you join us GBX up next